Hey guys, welcome back to Because I'm Blessed, a podcast hosted by me, Maria Clark. Uh, Today is actually a great day for me to come on here and just reflect and share my heart, of course, and encourage everybody in whatever way that I can. Today is Good Friday. So Good Friday um, for us is the day. This is the day that began it all. And this is the day that I try to keep at the forefront of my head and my brain and my heart. Um, I actually try to reflect on the cross as often as possible, if not daily. And that wasn't something that I did for a long time, for years, you know, um, being raised a Christian, you don't really sometimes have that, you know, moment before Christ, like there's no there's no prior to knowing about God or Christ or, or the cross. Like that's just always been a part of my life. But of course I reached a point where I got it. Like it made sense to me what Good Friday was all about. And Resurrection Sunday is right around the corner. And today I just kind of want to reflect on that entire three-day process and what it means to those of us who call ourselves Christians and more importantly how we discuss this time of year that um, that we reflect on this and how we use it when we're sharing the gospel and it's been interesting for me that I found that most people you know who maybe um, don't call themselves Christians um, maybe don't associate with the Christian faith just due to the fact of the reputation that it has gotten through the years of being you know hateful and judgmental um, even people who don't want to associate with Christianity understand that Easter weekend is yeah yeah Jesus died on a cross da, 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 da. like even they know about it even though it maybe isn't attached to their testimony or their heart and I feel like this is a great way for us to um, share the gospel. You often hear me say those words about sharing the gospel, accepting the message of the gospel. And I I often have people be like, well, what does that mean? The gospel? Like, what are you talking about? Like, like the Bible, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the gospel that's often referenced as the gospel. Um, But plain and simple. I just had this conversation with somebody who doesn't consider themselves a Christian, was raised um, more so in the Catholic faith. And and um, the way that God has given it to me to explain it is this is the day. Um, this is the moment, you know, that makes me who I am is the cross. There would be no Sunday resurrection if we didn't have the cross. And it's so important that we understand the process of these three days and the the message of the cross and accepting the message of the cross. And I feel like there are so many people that have, can call themselves Christians, um, maybe their whole lives, years and years of, of commitment to the Christian faith and going to church every Sunday and getting the pep talk on Sunday morning from the pastor, paying their tithes and doing good. And they still are striving for acceptance they're still starving for unconditional love and <clears throat> I'm not trying to say that those people aren't real Christians but once 
today makes sense and your heart grabs hold of the message of Good Friday and the cross, then that's where those things become secondary. And I feel like that is the the root of our faith, of our Christian faith, should be the message of the cross and understanding that prior to Jesus, you know, when you look at the Old Testament and you see that, yes, God created humanity for partnership with him and to worship him and to be in a relationship with him. And he did choose to give us all free will. And in that humanity, definitely we could say messed up, you know, they didn't, they used that free will to, to reject him, to turn against him. And yes, the God of the Old Testament, the God of before Jesus, you know, yes, there was moments of Noah and the ark where he wiped out, he wiped out humanity. He couldn't deal with it. Um, God is not a hateful or spiteful God, and but he also can't deal with sin. He um, can't deal directly with sin. That's kind of the way that my brain works with it. Like it's kryptonite, you know. Um, Superman people. Uh, He can't look at, he can't touch, he can't deal with sin. And so again, not with sinners, the the people, he still loves the people, but he can't deal with the sin and the um, behavior of that sin is. So yes, the God of before Jesus um, definitely was the Noah and the Ark, Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, we read those scriptures in the Bible and unfortunately, sometimes people, um, will focus on that, you know, and they get wrapped up in that. And there are parts of religion and spirituality that will focus more so on that God. Um, But we cannot discount the rest of the story, which is whatever moment that God had a change of heart. And um, again, I've talked about this in other episodes where, you know, God is the same yesterday, today and forever. His character and who he is, yes, is the same. But can we change his heart? Can he change his heart? Absolutely. We see that in scripture. And so the change of heart that he had was when he decided that he had to send Jesus. He had to send a part of himself from his right hand um, to come to earth to be perfect and to be a sacrifice. So You know, for those of you listening who are maybe seasoned Christians, you know that prior to Jesus's um, death, you know, the process to be cleansed or to be saved was to bring a sacrifice, a pure sacrifice to the church, um, to the temple, to the priest. um, And the and the process was extremely different, you know, than what we um, have because of the cross. And so. The fact that so many people will say things like, okay, Jesus died on the cross, but it's, it's a big deal. It is where we start. It is where it all begins for us. And I like to think of it in a way that, you know, when Jesus made, again, the decision to, to process this, to walk through this, because we have to realize that we have so many scriptures showing that, you know, Jesus was human, you know, he, I love the stories, you know, where he, 
reflects his humanity. I love when he did his first miracle and Mary was like, okay, Jesus, you know, we know who you are, do your thing. And he's like, not now, like, you know, and, and there's so many stories where we see his human nature and obviously he was, um, disciplined by the spirit. And so there was so much that he, you know, he didn't give in. But with that being said, he could have, called the whole thing off he could have just said no I'm not I'm not dying for these people um but it was a process it was a very extenuating process we see that um when we read about him being in the garden of Gethsemane and basically begging God you know like please don't make me do this sort of thing and having so much anxiety that he sweated blood like I can't even imagine being part human and part spirit and being Jesus you know um but I can't imagine it, but I can relate to it because I am part human and part spirit. And my struggle may not be a physical cross like he came upon, but there is a daily process of me having to die to myself and put my flesh on the back burner and allow my spirit to show up and help me making decisions and help me um, with guidance and help me with um, my personality traits and things that are of my flesh that are rooted in me from generations of my of my livelihood of my my physical makeup like I have to constantly um, have a good Friday moment I have to have those daily and then um, choose to walk through um, what I call my Saturday you know which is the process of you know, recognizing the cross, recognizing the sacrifice that was made, and then living in response to that. I call that my Saturday, you know, um, to where it's that moment from, okay, now I get it. I get it. I understand that I was loved unconditionally at my worst, at my darkest, in all of my flesh. And he loved me enough to die for me so that I could go to God and ask for forgiveness of my sins. And so once I start there and I accept that, then I have to walk through Saturday, which is for me the transition of, you know, being able to acknowledge it and live in response to the cross. So I'm going to make a decision that today, you know, I'm not going to be a good person because it's the right thing to do. I'm not going to be a good person because I'm a Christian. I'm going to be a good person because it's how I respond to the fact that I acknowledge the cross. And I acknowledge that I was loved at my worst. So then I walk in the next transition, which would be Sunday, which is the power of the resurrection. So I acknowledge it on for Friday, like in myself, and then I choose to walk through and respond to it. And then I resolve on Sunday that I am a daughter of the King and the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in me. Therefore, I have the authority to speak to the enemy with authority and rebuke him. And I have the authority to recognize the attack of the enemy when it's coming for me, whether it's in myself, whether the enemy's using people around me, whether he's trying to use a situation. I am a daughter of the King. I am joint heir with Jesus. Jesus then becomes like a sibling to me to where it's like arm in arm like we got this our dad you know our dad is is the almighty king and 
what he gave to Jesus, the power that he gave to Jesus to come out of the cross, I have access to that too. And that is where I decide that I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to give up today. You know, when the dark thoughts come, when the, you know, um, moments of darkness that have come towards me in multiple times of my life where suicide has been a thought that crosses my mind because I just want to give up. I just, I'm over it. And then I have to remember, no, because the power that was given to Jesus to come from the grave is also within me, but it will sit there unless I decide to acknowledge who I am and actually use it. So, and those those three components to me are what make up Christianity. That's what makes up um, being a Christian and deciding to walk in the acknowledgement of Friday because the world is going to tell me that I'm not loved and it's going to point out my flaws and I have to walk daily and remembering how much I was loved and the sacrifice that was made so that I don't have to live this blip on my, you know, blip meaning short time. We live maybe 90, 80 years, but it's a short time compared to eternity. And we're just passing through life. And when you acknowledge that and you understand that, you know, you can reject the gospel. You can live life and have fun and, um, you know, live an ungodly lifestyle, but that's not what the plan was. The plan was for you to live here on earth in the years that you have, however many they may be, and to, for it to be fruitful. Um, it, of course, will come with struggles, but like he said, take heart, I've overcome the world. And if he did it, then so can I. Again, I'm just passing through. And there will be a moment where my life comes to an end and then I will have eternity on the other side. If I accept this process, you know, if I accept the truth and walk in the fact that I'm loved unconditionally, that somebody loved me enough to die for me and somebody loved me enough to let his son die for me. And then I respond to that. I don't just, I just don't acknowledge it, but I respond to it. It's, there's a difference between being like, yeah, I know Jesus loved me and he died for me okay, what are you going to do about it today? How are you going to respond to that? You know, what's your response to that massive amount of love? And how are you going to live your life responding to that? And then moving even a step further and acknowledging who I am in Christ and my identity and the plans that he has laid out before me. And, you know, part of that process is being spiritually mature enough to realize when I'm suffering, like, okay, how did I get here? How did I get here? Did I put myself in this situation? Did I not walk in the spirit during these decisions that got me to this place where now I'm miserable or I'm struggling with something? And if I'm honest and I reflect back, then usually nine times out of 10, there was a different path that I did not respond to the spirit. I did not, you know, make a decision based upon who I am in Christ. I made a decision based upon who I am in the flesh. And so now there's consequences for that. They're natural consequences. So all of this to say that once you as a Christian can wrap your mind around this concept from the cross to the, to the response to the victory of Sunday, then you're able to share the gospel. And that is what is important because the gospel has been presented so many times for years and years about a list of following the rules. I have so many people tell me, 
can't be a Christian because I'm not good enough. I, I'm just not ready to give stuff up. Um, I can't be a Christian because from what I hear, you have to do this and you can't do that. And I just can't even see myself living that lifestyle. And that's unfortunate that that's what they think. So whatever has happened through the years, that is exactly what so many people think is that if you're a Christian, you have to follow a list of rules or else God is going to get mad at you and you're going to suffer. And that breaks my heart. But I will tell you that once you start telling people, if you can get that old conversation opened and you start reminding people that you don't have to follow a list of rules, you just have to acknowledge that Jesus loved you. And they sit there and they look at you like, wait, what? I thought you had a whole list of rules. Don't worry about that. Because this is what happens. Once you acknowledge that you're loved and you respond to it, all of that stuff falls in place. God will God will deal with that. And so when you're sharing the gospel with somebody and you're coming at them and you're telling them what they can and can't do, um, you've already skipped Friday. How, how is somebody supposed to respond to the cross when you haven't shared the message of the cross? And so there's so much quote-unquote evangelism by... Christians who I'm not saying that they're not Christians. I'm not saying that they're not good Christians. I'm just saying that we get so wrapped up in trying to save people from hell that we're not um, encouraging them to live their best life here. And so um, once you're able to just tell someone, you know, don't worry about the list of rules. Just acknowledge that Jesus loves you. Just acknowledge that God loved you enough to let Jesus die for you. Take that into your heart and then respond to it. The rest of the, you know, the change is going to fall into place in God's timing. There's going to be people that change overnight. There's going to be people that change something overnight and another thing in 10 years. I always like to describe it as, and I tell people this all the time, you know, when you give your life to God or you make the decision to submit to the love of God, you may have a box and that box may have 2,000 issues in it. And the God that loves you will not dump a box of 2,000 issues all over your, all over you in your lap and be like, okay, let's get to work. Let's fix this stuff and, and burden you with that. So, you know, maybe it's issue numbers one through 25 that we'll work on for a year. You know, um, I don't know how to give another visual, but that's kind of how I... Um, I think of it because, and this is why sometimes you're, you're a Christian for 10, 20 years and something pops up from years and years ago. And, and I've heard Christians say, well, if I'm a real Christian, why am I dealing with this now? Why is this issue popping up when I've been serving God for 20 years? Well, because he didn't want, you weren't ready to deal with it 20 years ago or 15 years ago or 10 years ago. You hadn't matured enough to cross into that. And a lot of those things are usually deep inner healing, um, issues that, that, you know, are very complex in the spiritual realm. And so, yeah, you maybe have been serving God. The idea that, oh, I said a prayer, asked Jesus to come into my heart and I'm supposed to have a magical moment. Um, and everything's supposed to change. My addictions are supposed to go away. Um, you know, life around me is supposed to be pleasant. People aren't supposed to attack me because, oh, you know, let's take a scripture. Greater is he that is in me. So, hey, I've acknowledged I'm a Christian. Why are people coming at me? It's going to happen. Again, the concept of the gospel has to be shared effectively. So, obviously, on the other end of this podcast, you're in 
you're either not a believer at all you maybe rejected christianity because you don't want to deal with the rules um maybe you were raised in some sort of church that was all about the rules all about don't do this and don't do that and and never talked about the love of god or basically said oh well he loves you so now you owe him and um that's not what it's about and it's a process it's a it's it's a acknowledgement of the love and then your lifestyle changes your heart changes your views change the way you process things change and it's constant it's constant it's constant your sunday is constantly coming your moment of empowerment is going to come up at different times of your life so the idea of you when you're not you're not doing it right you're not a christian anymore or oh you know we often hear the word backsliding and um you know yeah i serve god i went to church for a while but now i'm not i'm not walking in it so i'm not a christian anymore and that whole concept was never how it was intended to be um it's that's all very human fleshly processing and um the kingdom of god doesn't work that way and so when it's presented that way of course who would want to join that then it really does feel like you're joining a, a little club and you've got to sign off on the document and you know the minute that you're not following suit with all the rules then you get evicted and when you get yourself together then you can come back and join us that is not how it works and unfortunately that's how a lot of people see it working so all of that to say take this season that we're in this virus has life completely different and you know whether it was you know so many people are like oh it's from God because it's making us focus whether it is or it isn't it's a season and it's a moment that he is in and he is a part of this moment in our history where things are completely different so of course he's going to turn it for good of course he's going to bring families closer together of course we're going to see avenues of making things better so you know i had a conversation with somebody who definitely said hey i'm not a christian but this is sounding like that end time stuff that i used to hear about as a kid when we went to church and i'm a little bit freaked out and i was able to you know have a moment and share with that person and shift their focus off being scared about it being the end of the world and shift the entire conversation back to let's talk about how much god loves you let's talk about how much god loves you and when i shifted the whole fear conversation of like man this is the scary stuff the bible talks about okay maybe there's some similarities but let's not talk about that first let's talk about how much god loves you and how you don't have to be afraid then I had control of the conversation while God had control of the conversation through my heart and was able to encourage that person and within five minutes was able to get to the point where the person said to me wow I've never heard it like that before so take this opportunity you guys to encourage your own hearts and find those people who maybe are so scared right now and maybe that's even you again it doesn't make you a bad Christian but take it to God take it to the cross take it back to the cross talk to God about it pray into it ask God to show you what he wants for you to mature to have the Friday to Sunday transition in this particular moment and that's for me that's what I've learned how I have to do whenever there's an issue I take it back to the cross to the love that was shed for me I 
you know, basically respond to the love and taking that issue and working through it and then getting to my Sunday moment where I get it, it makes sense and I'm empowered over it. So just take this weekend, you know, um, to focus, to focus on Friday, um, to walk through Saturday and then enjoy Sunday because Sunday is coming. And in every situation that you face, Sunday is coming. The victory is coming and it all starts with today because you can't have a victory without the sacrifice of death, death to ourselves, death to our way of thinking, death to our flesh, responding to the love and walking in the victory of Sunday. So I am excited for this weekend. Today is definitely a day of reflection. Um, I wish that I could pause life and just sit down with Jesus in a room and tell him how much I appreciate what he did for me and that I did not deserve it. And that I promise him that I will not ever take it for granted, the sacrifice that he made for me. I wish that I could do that today. So in my heart, that's what today is for me. Um, I do have, will have that spiritual moment with the Lord and just, again, just letting him know that my life is for him. My breath is for him. And when I wake up every morning, I ask myself, how am I going to respond to the cross today? What is it going to look like today? Because there's going to be something that's going to cause me to have to die to my flesh. There's going to be something that's going to happen every day that makes me remember that his sacrifice was bigger and it was because of me that he did it for me so that I don't have to be a slave to sin. I'm going to respond to the cross today and I'm going to get excited for Sunday. So I hope you will too. That's all I have for today. Um, I wish um, all of you an amazing weekend. And of course, reach out if you need prayer. Um, I'm always available uh, to kind of digress or go over. I appreciate every single one of you who share my podcast. And I pray every time I see that share button that it would reach the person it's supposed to reach. Every single one of you have people on your friends list who maybe are not believers or maybe they're Christians who are wondering how much of a Christian that they are. And my heart is for those. My heart is for those who struggle with their identity in Christ and knowing how much they're loved. So I hope that this reaches the hearts of the people that God has intended it, whether it's two people or 15 people. Um, I know that these words are going to reach the heart that God intended. So if you're listening, just know that God was thinking of you um, way before you pushed play on this episode. So be blessed, stay blessed, and be a blessing to everyone else. Take care.